Weird Norfolk is a magical collection of the unusual and inexplicable in the county. From folklore to ghosts, witchcraft to natural wonders, magic to enchanted places, we tell the kind of stories you share on dark nights around a campfire. I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. And I'm Shifa Connor and I curate Weird Norfolk. This week on Weird Norfolk, we're going to be talking about the sea monster spotted off the off <laughs> the coast at Eccles on Sea. We really like this one. We talked about it quite a lot before we started recording. Yeah. Because we like it so much. <laughs> How can you not like a sea monster? Yeah. Um, so in a letter to the Eastern Daily Press on August the 6th, 1936, Herbert Wittard, who had been mayor of Norwich in 1927, stated that he, Labour MP Charles Amon, and Archibald Gosling, a British trade unionist (laughs) Unionist. and Labour politician, had been standing on Eccles Beach at 7.25pm when they noticed an unusual form travelling swiftly about one mile from the shore. Herbert added, looking at it from a distance, it appeared to be a form of a huge serpent about 30 or 40 feet in length and skimming the surface of the water in a worm-like movement, but travelling at a terrific speed, certainly not less than one mile a minute. A reporter from the EDP followed up with Mr Wittard. I am positive, he said, that what we saw was a sea serpent. We were all on the beach together on Wednesday evening when we saw the creature and it was a perfectly clear evening. This creature looked like a huge snake. Its action in swimming was worm-like and not the role of a porpoise. Porpoise? Porpoise. Its speed was terrific. I said not less than a mile a minute in my letter, but 90 to 100 miles an hour is not an exaggerated estimate. I have by me a copy of the Strand magazine from 1895 containing an article on sea serpents. One of the serpents described is exactly like the one I saw. It disappeared very quickly on the skyline in the direction of Haysborough. <gasps> I tell you what, that area is just the best, isn't it? It is, a really good area. Do you think area. it was off trying to look for the um, Haysborough torso? Maybe. Or maybe off to uh, St Mary's. There is something about that area, though, because we've there just is. done a story about the Haysborough Poisoner as well, haven't we, which we will discuss in... It is, it is one of the weird Norfolk triangles, I think, yeah. that area. It's just absolutely full of yeah. bits and pieces isn't it but yeah this um this creature that was seen this serpent that was seen obviously everybody immediately just took the mickey yeah i felt they? really sorry for him actually because this like letter that he wrote kicked off like a two week yeah basically every day in the edp the for two weeks equivalent of facebook commenting yeah. but really slow yeah so Unlike and it just went serpent. on like for ages and uh yeah, a lot of people were quite dismissive of what he saw. Yeah. And had came up with various explanations. Um, yeah. So, he, yeah, he wasn't the only, him and his friends weren't the only people to see something strange on that day in that area. And on other days in that area. Mm. Um, there was a guy from Roxham called Colin King who wrote in and he said... 
Undoubtedly, this accounts for what we saw on Wednesday afternoon. I was sitting with my wife and daughter on the sand hills at Eccles when I pointed out to them a black snake or worm-like object travelling at a terrific speed on the surface of the water about half a mile or so out going in the direction of Haysborough. The time we saw it was between 2pm and 3pm and as Mr Whittard saw it at 7.15 I have been wondering if there was more than one of this creature or if it was still in the vicinity. Um... And I think, yeah, I think then the tirade was unleashed, wasn't it? And then everybody wrote in to say, you didn't see a sea serpent, you saw Ducks. a flight of birds, <laughs> a shoal of porpoises, or a flight of your own imagination. Yeah, some people were quite sassy. They were quite sassy, yeah. And and I think Mr Whittard wrote back, didn't he, mm, to kind of say, yeah. don't give me your jip. Um, there seems to be ample evidence of the existence of such a monster. Two and a half years on the sea gave me many opportunities. Can I just say, do you know how old he was when he had those two and a half years on the sea? How old? Between 12 and 14. Right. Okay. Well, he had eyes, did he not? Um, (laughs) So let's not diss that. (laughs) It was quite a long time previous. Quite a long time. But, you know, he still was on the sea. Many opportunities of watching the habits of porpoises, wild ducks and other birds of flight. Um, perhaps we are like the man who saw the giraffe for the first time and said there bent no such animal. So, but of course there had been another sighting, hadn't there? Yeah. Um, of a, of a monster in I've got in eighteen ninety one. Um, oh, I've just, got one. Have you before that? Bef- no. So relating to this one, someone saw a five tonned creature at the sea in Munsley around the same well it was a year ago from this though 1935 oh yeah 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 um so yeah also very interesting that this should have been seen off Eccles as it was only last year that I had an occasion to be at Eccles on business when my attention was called to a a body that had been washed up in by the sea I made a close inspection of this and although part of the tail was missing it was a considerable length and had a fish-like body yet with the bones of an animal and small feathers on the neck and also a long, thick tail similar to that of a crocodile. I think I'm writing saying that this body was buried somewhere on the beach at Eccles. Well, that'd be a lovely treat to find, wouldn't it? Blimey. Pretty cool, isn't it? Like... Well, in um, 1891, in July, so kind of same kind of time of year, yes, um, just south of Cromer on the north coast is Overstrand and Reverend Abercrombie saw a creature there in the sea. Um, He said, as my daughter and I were standing halfway down the cliff overlooking the sea this morning, we saw a most extraordinary sight. At first there appeared what looked to be the wings of large brown birds just on the surface of the water, which in a moment or two proved to be the fins or large spines Mm. along the back of a sinuously moving creature of immense length, Mm. which reminds me of that, what is it, animals of great bigness. (laughs) Um, Rodents of a... Yes, of extraordinary a bigness. Um, immediately afterwards, a head was reared up for a few seconds, mm. looking about the size of a very large man's head, having shaggy brown hair or mane flowing back from it. The sun was shining, so we saw it. we both saw it most distinctly. What added to its uncanny appearance was the tremendous speed at which it was going. It travelled in a straight direction and then suddenly disappeared. The time was 1pm, the beach was being cleared of people and bathers and no fishing boats being in sight. All was very quiet and still. It's really interesting that in that description, 
he says that at first it looked like the wings of a bird, which is obviously every, like the majority of the letters in CDP were like, oh, it was birds, yeah, like following the 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 waves, the waves, yeah, and that's it was his first thought, and then kind of on closer inspection. And then I've got another one in Munsley, which may be in... So our chap saw his in 1936, so in same year. So the Munsley sighting, the other one, in 1936, in August. Um, Year was 1936. This was uh, Alec Enkel, who informed Tim Dinsdale, author of The Leviathans. Mm. Um, year was 1936, month August, when a touring holiday we drew our caravan to a parking site at Munsley on the Norfolk coast. The party included a Mr and Mrs Savage, <laughs> my wife Marjorie and myself. Uh, there's a bit of sexism coming up. Okay. After having an, Yeah, <laughs> sexism klaxon. After having an evening meal, Leslie Savage suggested we have a final stroll on the beach while our wives tidied up. <laughs> Boo. Off we went down the cliffs onto the beach. Suddenly, Leslie said, Alec, look out there. What do you think it is? Being quite a distance out to sea and the evening closing in, it was three or four seconds before I caught sight of it, but there it was, the outline plain to see. Five curved humps and a long neck with a head pointing forward at right angles to the neck, like the head of a large snake, travelling at terrific speed and going southeast diagonally from us. Its colour was dark brown, almost black. None of the humps moved nor changed shape at any time during the the sighting. So that is, again, although there's a good point about this, which is, although it is a bit science, which is, if you've got a five-hump creature, like the first sighting, the Wittard sighting, or the one we talked about Mm -hmm. that that kicked this off, said it was moving like a worm, undulating, Mm. whereas this one says... The, the five humps did didn't move. Mm. Well, how do you propel yourself forwards? All I can picture is a, a, a really big camel. Yeah. Like, just Running. with its legs going... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't rule that out. Did it say <laughs> it had a head like a horse, that one? Maybe it was a camel. Um, it had a head of a large snake. I don't know oh, where you got that from. No. That was just in your dreams. Yeah. Um, head of a I just really want it to be a, a camel. Miss not. I, yeah. <laughs> Well, on this occasion, people said to him that it was sandbanks. I think he'd probably notice if it was. <sighs> just, I tell you what, people are desperate, aren't they, to just disprove yeah, things. Yeah, and that's what, look, with all these letters into Mr. Whittard, I can kind of understand his, like, annoyance with them because they just want to discredit him and, yeah. and prove him wrong. And it was like, why can't you just accept that someone saw something they can't explain? It doesn't have to be an explanation for it. No. Why why do we need to explain it? Why can't it just be something unexplained? Yeah, absolutely. A bit like religion. Yeah. Controversial. Yeah. But yes, (laughs) (laughs) no no one's making them prove it, are they? No, that's it. So don't take our sea monster away from us. Yeah, at that time, a lot of people would have been more religious than they are now, and no one questioned their belief in God. No. No one says you have to be To be fair, pay. sea serpents are mentioned in the Bible. Are they? Yeah, they are. I can't remember where, but I'll find that it. That doesn't surprise me. They giants are... are mentioned in the Bible. I did my dissertation on giants. Did you? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I know a lot about giants and in I the Bible. I did mine on the sexual fantasies of men aged between 18 and 25. So we can see where both of you are. <laughs> no giants there, different. as I recall. <laughs> Quite different indeed. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I was looking at, I'm sure you were too, um, so these sea monster accounts are found kind of in all cultures, aren't they? That where there is sea, there are sea serpents. And I think the first I see, well, in fact, the first time even Nessie, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, was mentioned was in the 6th century. Although that was in the River Ness, not in... But this is... This, these stories have been around mm. forever, haven't I mean, they? we all know of the, like, sea monsters on maps. Yeah. You know. The is cra- it's a kraken? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kraken. kraken. I say kraken, but that might be because I'm... I say tomato. <laughs> potato. Kraken. Potato. Kraken. 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 Grass. It's Let's like, yeah, pull the whole grass, thing off. Grass. 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 Scone. Bath. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> I think I think if you have sea, you have monsters, basically, yeah, don't you? Because there's so much in the sea and the oceans that we just can't explain and, and don't know what's there. And also, it's like a massive. It's massive. It's very big, and lots of the things that we do know about are bloody terrifying, yeah. aren't they? Like those kind of bleached horror creatures that live. Yeah. You know, on the what is that really deep bit of sea? That bit. Yeah, know. the one with the little light Ooh, sun. Yeah. As in the fish with the little yeah. lights on. I mean, they're yeah. terrifying, aren't And they? also, like, so, sea monsters, so you have the kraken. Kraken. And you, it's basically like a giant octopus or squid. Yeah. Well, you actually do get giant, like, now we know that you actually, that you do, actually get do get those. And yeah. I mean, they're freaking huge. Yeah, they're massive. So I can completely see why people would describe them as sea monsters. And especially when you get something like a massive giant squid that washes up somewhere where it possibly shouldn't in much the same way as we get huge whales now that wash Mm. up on the norfolk coast you know you would have had something that would have strayed out of its way that would have got and if that washed up you know on munsley beach Mm. you would think that kind of the four orders of the apocalypse would be behind it wouldn't you i mean it would be absolutely terrifying as you say lots of things in the sea and then there's then there's those absolute the things that give me nightmares, actually, the Greenland sharks. Do you know of them? So I think they are the oldest living creatures. So they live for up to 500 years. It's How? like a tree. They are like trees of the water, but with teeth and... They don't kill just, you, though, do they? Well, they, kill, they eat everything. Okay. They eat absolutely everything. And also, they're so kind of old and rubbish that they just kind of float about in really cold water. There's a theory that a Greenland shark is Nessie, that that's what the Loch Ness Monster is. Okay. Because they kind of live in really cold water and they've been seen, they've been seen incredibly rarely. There's only a tiny bit of footage of them. But um, they can go, they can be up to 6.4 metres long. They can live for up to four to 500 years um they've kind of been seen north atlantic near iceland and norway it's feasible they could have got to scotland mm. i mean they are quite terrifying they've, they've their eyes kind of rhyme over and then have some hideous worm that lives in the eyes and and that you can tell how i wish they you are. could see my just, face yeah just, right now they're really quite scary oh. i mean you know we all get old don't we yeah i, was gonna say, I just imagine this like really old thing wandering around yeah it does kind of bumbling about and (laughs) and just apparently they eat like all the stuff nobody else wants they're like a they're like a tree that eats garbage underwater yeah but they've actually made them sound that terrifying they sound quite sweet 
Yeah, I've failed in that way, haven't I? Did you have any thoughts on what this is that they've seen? Do you think it's a dinosaur? No, I've got an exp- I think I know what it you is. You know, brilliant. Solve it. Do you want me to tell yes, you what I, I think do. it is? I think that it's a giant oar fish. Okay. Because, have you seen pictures of them? Yes. I think Describe. it meets the description. So they're really long. Um, that long? Yeah. Uh, they can meet the unconfirmed specimens of up to 11 metres. What was the, an unconfirmed specimen? The most, look, the ones they've found have been, like they're usually washed up dead, have been 8 metres long, but they think that they can grow up to 11 to 17 metres. Okay, so that is big. Which is really thick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, if you had like a worm that was seventeen well, meters, but it wasn't very wide, you would see. They're freaking massive. Oh. I've seen pictures of people holding them, and they're like this. Right? Have they got That's teeth? That's like about yeah. Um, it's a big water. No, a pumpkin. A big pumpkin. A big pumpkin under your arm. Right. Okay, that's still quite. That's still not huge from a distance. The I don't know. I think it does, and okay. the way they what swim. What colour are they? So you're asking me a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, I expect you to justify <laughs> your decision as to what they are when I think it might be a dinosaur. Okay, so they're kind leaf. of like fish coloured, but <laughs> right? What goldfish? <laughs> like silvery grey so not so dark actually from, but from a distance they would look okay. dark right. and they have been sw- seen swimming near the surface and something that's interested me in one of your accounts the one where they, they thought it was a bird's wing yeah and also the one where they thought it looked like it had a mane yeah they do have like frills that go along their backs okay like, which are a darker right. color than the rest of their body okay and it has been described like a mane how do they propel themselves and are they, they go, that fast they do like a so would they look th- humped i think they would in the water do you yeah i honestly do and when i've seen like a video of them sw- swimming it's like I can't like a snake. Like a snake. Yeah. Like Like a snake snake would go across the sand. Yeah. But does that look like? Does that look like humps? I think it does on the surface of the water. Okay. So it would be like coming. I'm trying to do an arm movement, which is really unhelpful. How many of these things exist? They are quite. They're more. They're not as rare as they first thought. They're just not seen very often, but they are seen all over the world. Right. Including off the British coast. Okay. One has been one was um, caught off the British coast in two thousand and eleven. Um, oh no! So one was found washed up in two thousand eleven in Tynemouth. Right. But they have been caught off the British coast. And what so, do they eat? Are they dangerous to us? They're not dangerous to us. No. Are they? No. So it says. Um, the bits I found about it says, because they're not often seen and because of their size, elongated bodies and appearance, giant oarfish are presumed to be responsible for some sea serpent sightings. Honestly, oh, okay. if you look at them, they do meet that description. Could it not just be a massive sea snake serpent that is Well, that's basically vengeful? what a giant... I know, but it just sounds... Just a, one other thing to add about what makes me think... They're oarfish. That, that from what we've just discussed. Why are they called oarfish? I don't know. As in O-A-R? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the explanations, it said, the, the one that was washed up on the beach and was missing part of the tail, sometimes all fish are missing part of their tail. 
and they think it's a bit like you know how lizards can like regrow like so if it's been attacked the bit the tail just drop off and then they'll regrow it so all fish do that and that one was found with part of its tail missing oh okay i don't know it just feels like actually a valid so do you think that still makes it a serpent a sea serpent does it ruin it for you, in other words, or not? No, I would still... You don't, they, need they this to be, like... you don't need it to be mystical. No, I don't need it to be mystical. You just need it to be a big serpent. Yeah, and I know we're saying, oh, it's a bit mm, when people just try to explain things. So but are they if... only in the sea, or would they be just in the rivers? Sea. So what's Nessie, then? Well, no, that's that's a different... We're just talking just about this specific well, sighting. Um, um, I don't think um, Nessie is anything. I think Nessie... Well, I think Nessie a is otters. A submarine with a plastic head. Yeah. And, like, otters and... Otters? Yeah. Or seals. Ooh, I don't think... I think it's bigger than that. Don't you? <laughs> I think it's bigger than that. <laughs> I do. I really want Nessie to, to exist. So I what do you funny. think... This sea um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of think that if you've got a, a shark that can live for 500 years, then presumably you could have anything else in the sea that could yeah. have lasted a great long time. That we just haven't discovered. That we haven't discovered. I mean, there is barely any footage of the Greenland mm. shark. Uh, you're talking hardly anything. Well, hardly this any is pictures. with this giant oarfish, there's actually... Not much footage of it alive. Yeah, it's they, they found dead ones, but yeah, and and so in the thirties and obviously before, it wouldn't be a common creature that people would have come across. So when they've actually seen it, and and you can imagine people on ships have seen this weird thing in the and you know, I can see that I can see that there could have been that if if there hadn't been two sightings of that creature on the same day in the same place i can see that there could have been some kind of trick of the light whereby the you know sometimes the way the sun comes down and it would have thrown a shadow and it could have looked like the because obviously the waves are humped really if we think about it aren't they but two people seeing that at different times and describing it in exactly the same way the other thing that really interests me is that whenever you hear these accounts this thing is always traveling incredibly quickly Mm. That Which is something course, with all of them. Yeah, here, every it? single one of them. So, of course, snakes do when they put on a turn of speed. Mm. They are not slow. They don't, although they slither. They are absolutely, yeah. incredibly quick, aren't they? When they want to be. And I think, I think, I think it is something. I don't think it's a shoulder of birds. I think you know. Yeah, I think don't you, you know. I, I would agree. It's, it's not birds. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing that people say if they never go to the coast and they don't ever look at anything. But you, you wouldn't. I mean, you could have a shoulder of porpoises that would, if they were all together, I can see that that could look the same. But you would see the water disturbance from yeah. from individual creatures. Yeah, I mean, when you know, when if you if you are one of us from Norfolk. Um, and you go and see the seals. They're very obviously seals, mm. aren't they? And and you can see them for quite a long way. Yeah. And I think... And there would be other ones popping up around this. There was no reference from any of the accounts of other creatures in the area. No. Like, so you would might have a group of seals, but then you would get... They're not going to travel. Ones. They're not going to travel like that, are no. they? So I do think it was something... And I yeah. do think that, sadly, you appear to have um, 
solve that, that well, that's what it but is. But not necessarily. It could still be like some kind of crypto... Cre- you know, that's just one explanation. And actually, we will never know because we weren't there and it wasn't caught. So it could still be a, a, some kind of cryptozoology. Yeah, like just looking here. So the... so. Other things that have been blamed for sea serpents. So, yeah, all fish is here. And the Latin name is Regelicus. So I wonder if that's got something to do with, I don't know, it being really big. Uh, Sea lions, um, basking sharks, nematines, which are marine worms, which sound terrifying. Mm. Um, Large massive seaweed half a wash have been mistaken for gigantic animals and of course our good friends the gigantic squids which can attain a total length of 15 metres and can be seen from the British Isles as well but I mean you you just they're saying that a giant squid swimming at the surface with two of its arms trailing on the water Mm. will produce exactly the picture that many of the strangely consistent independent accounts require a general cylindrical shape with a flattened head, appendages on the head and neck, dark colour on top, lighter shade beneath, progression steady and fast, body straight but capable of being bent and spouting water. Just seems unlikely, doesn't mm. it? I did find um, the original... You know, in Mr Wittard's first account, he mentions the strand. Yeah. I did find that. Did you? Yeah. And um, the article, so Mr. Wittard drew a sketch of the um, the sea monster, and I found the sketch of the sea, the sea monster in the article of the Strand. Now I don't know if you want to have a look at that, but they're basically identical. I think Mr. Wittard copied. <laughs> I think Mr. Wittard probably did copy, although to be fair, he hasn't put the boat in his. No. Um, so there's two pictures. They look like. Sandbanks. Uh, they you know they look like a well. They look like that Loch Nessy, that yeah, Loch Ness monster humps. picture. Five humps um, and a terrifying snake head. Yeah, I was just quite amused that he had basically just copied that illustration. That isn't what I don't think what he drew is what he actually saw. I think he's copied the one from the Strand. Yeah, and saying it was very similar. And to be fair, the one, so the, the illustration in the Strand was from um, a book published in 1755 where a Norwegian naturalist called Mr. Good luck. Huntopidan. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Um, he had been taking accounts of this sea serpent, um, which had been seen by Norwegian fishermen and sailors. Um and lots of these Norwegian guys had actually had seen this kind of serpent. And it usually keeps to the... They say it usually kept to the bottom of the sea, but was actually seen at the surface mostly at spawning time in July and August. Mm. Which that, those kind of dates do sort of tie in with some of the sightings around Norfolk. Mm. Of the Orphan. Yeah, you know, that it's and, a, summer, a summer thing. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting that Mr Whitard had basically completely Ripped copied that illustration. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think. I think that yeah. That so I'm I'm looking at some of those Norwegian sightings, um, and at the time they hypothesised that it was 
surviving specimens of giant marine reptiles such as an ichthyosaur mm. or plesiosaur from the Jurassic and Cretaceous periods or whales that were thought to be extinct. Brilliant name, like the Basilosaurus. Oh, <laughs> The Basilosaurus. I did see an illustration, actually, of a five-tumped whale. Did you? It was really cute. So, so sweet. A Basilosaurus. Um, and there's another one here. Ship damage from tropical cyclones. Cyclones? Cyclones, such as hurricanes or tofu. Why does that word sound so wrong? Cyclones. Because you said cyclones. 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 Like, such as hurricanes or typhoons may also be another possible origin. So I take it actually driftwood. Mm. Which is not going to travel 100 miles an hour, is it? Not Whatever. unless it was caught on a sea monster. No. And it was being dragged along by one. Well, like windsurfing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... I think there's a lot of things in the sea that we don't know. And That's very profound. I Mr. Wittard right. saw something. It may have been an oarfish. That's a logical explanation, which could be explained as a sea monster. Could be a mammoth jellyfish as long as a bus. Could be. That's another example. Yeah. It could be a super eel, which was a category done by this guy called Hulvermans. And he had, um, he basically wrote a list of nine different types of unknown sea animals, which he kind of categorised all the sightings into. It would be one of these. And um, Wittard sighting meets two of those categories. One is a multi-humped sea serpent. Multi-humped. A, a mammal with a string of dorsal humps along its back. Hulvermans believed it to be a living... Oh, Basil. Basilosaurus. Yeah. Or the super eel category, which contains... Super eel. I know. See, I thought... So when I first saw super <laughs> eel, I was like, oh, what's... I thought it was a real thing, but it's just part of this what category. What with a cape? Yeah. And, uh, what would it's superpower be? So, I don't know. Finding eels mash. Are like, but they're actually, eels are Norfolk, I just they? want to sing the Mighty Bush song. I know. Bush song. I just want to sing it. But the eels, you say eels, you know, you do get eels in the fens. So maybe it could have been some kind of weird... Mega high, eel. Mega eel from the fens, which went into the sea. It could be. Did you know that... Quite often, sea monsters that are found that are washed up. So, like this corpse we were talking about earlier, um, when a when a whale dies at sea, they de- this is revolting. They decompose in such a way that the blubber detaches from the body, feeling forming featureless whitish masses that sometimes exhibit a hairy texture. I did know this. Due to exposed strands of collagen fibers, and did you know they're called amorphic globsters? <laughs> I didn't know that. Which I think should be our our first album title. (laughs) Amorphic Globster. (laughs) So, yeah, if you see something... Because you often get kind of, you know, inverted commas, mermaids Mm. washed up or things washed up. Mm. And normally it will just be some horrific whale blubber that has detached and has a bit of hair. That is really gross though, isn't it? Absolutely vile, But again, you can see how that sort of thing could be described as a sea monster. Back in the day, like, yeah. because how else would you explain what that is? Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's it really is gross, another though. example of how incredibly imaginative the human race is, mm. that we can't just see something at sea and think, that's an oarfish, mm. and then walk away thinking, oh, 
Yeah. You know, we there's more to it. Although there's no intent put to any of this, is there? It's not kind of... There's no fear. No. It's just interest, isn't yeah. it? Whereas I imagine if you were out on a dinghy or something, or an inflatable, Yeah, you, you might have that. you feel a bit different about yeah. it. Yeah, oh no. Although don't be out on a dinghy. No. Or an inflatable. No, inflatables in the sea are They're not bad. good. No. Do not but, do that. Yeah, do not use them. But I mean, even if you were fishing and you saw something yeah. like that, I wonder if they have. Mm. Got glowing I crabs at Cromer, like, haven't see, they? I bet people like, like fishermen have got some really good tales, actually. And, and sailors of seeing weird shit in the sea. Yeah, they must do, mustn't they? But, it's the same as like seeing stuff, in, like pilots having stuff in the sky. Yeah. Like, there's just some things that cannot be explained. Except you have. Well, I feel a bit bad about it now. I, I feel a bit bad. I feel because a bit I bad. don't want to... I don't necessarily want to explain I dis- stuff. I've dismissed the oarfish. Have you? Well, do you genuinely not think it's an oarfish? Even though I it do meets now, all of the description. Because like... you've taught me... Right here, now that you've <laughs> no, shown me the signs. Yeah, I kind of feel that it is that. But he and... wouldn't have known it was an oarfish. At all. No, but that he means if you, were, like, if, you, if you were at Eccles... And you saw that, you'd literally be like, oh, look, there's but an oarfish. I'd fish. be really excited. Yeah, true. I, if I saw an oarfish, I would be really excited. I would be as excited as seeing an oarfish than seeing something I couldn't explain. In fact, I'd probably oh, be more excited. I'm not excited. sure you would. You would not be more excited to see an oarfish than you would a fairy. We're talking about sea stuff. Than a kraken. A kraken. But <laughs> at least I feel like I'd be more excited because I, I know that I could say I saw an oarfish. And people wouldn't be able to be like, oh, well, maybe it was a flock of birds. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I saw an oarfish. Yeah. Whereas what are you going to do if about I it? Didn't, if I was like, I saw something at Eccles, and I don't know what it is. I'd say, I'd, I'd, be write, like, I'd, I'd write a letter to EDP saying, yeah, that was sandbanks. That's what I'd do. Yeah, you know, but you would, and yeah. then you'd be doubting yourself all the time. Whereas if you I can explain it. quickly give a shout out, because I did most of my research from... The sea serpent. I like that you're turning the book towards. I am turning the book so you can see it. (laughs) So if you want to know more, and I mean a lot more about this subject, I very much suggest you buy "Sea Serpents and Lake Monsters of the British Isles" by Paul Harrison, which has every sea serpent and lake monster of your dreams in one handy book. Is the Eccles one in it? It is in there. Is it really? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's in there. The Munsey one's in there, the 1891, Ooh. everyone is in, everything is in here. And also some that we will look at in our sister title, Weird Suffolk, mm. in South Walden, Alborough. Lots in, in Suffolk, actually. I think it's really interesting, and I find this with quite a lot of the Norfolk like legends and stuff, is it's just not like talked about very much. No. How is Eccles and Munsey not like on the map for like like um lot less monster yeah because actually there's a lot of sightings there yeah there are a lot of sightings there they are missing a trick with merchandise well did you see in the since when they were seen in the 30s uh, a local yes. like businessman actually made an advert and it says sea serpent at eccles pay a visit to eccles on sea you cannot be sure you will see the sea serpent but you can be sure of seeing the bush estate Carefully planned seaside estate with attractive, well-built bungalows. Even the monster was interested in the bush estate. I mean, just amazing. So they well did, done. They did try. Like there was this like trying to like capitalise on it, but it just didn't. It didn't. It, it didn't work. It didn't work. And indeed, we've just talk, we talked earlier about the fact there was this long debate 
And it was absolutely put a put stop to it, wasn't it? Yeah. So obviously everyone got really sick of the rows about the sea serpent because less than a fortnight of lively exchange in the letters section, the EDP editor decided to put an end to the monstrous debate with a curt note on the last letter published that just says, this correspondence is now closed. I mean, if that was now, we'd just, you know, if they're interested, keep telling them <laughs> yeah, about keep, it. Like, but you said it was like the, the EDP editor just thinks, right, okay, I'm done with this. We don't need to speak about this anymore. But maybe that's like why we don't talk about this stuff in Norfolk. Well, we do. Well, we do now. And we're, you know, we are trying to get late. But it's the same. It's like with the, the Salem connections. How is that not like... I know. So And the same... Yeah. How is this not... I don't know. Talk, how is this not a thing that you come to Norfolk to look for sea monsters? I know. Why not? Why do they all go to Loch Ness? Come here. Yeah. There's loads. Along our bit of coast, there's absolutely loads of oarfish or whatever. And UFOs. And UFOs. And this, of course, we haven't mentioned. The other thing about Eccles, of course, is the sunken village. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So just off. And you can still see some of that, can't yeah. you? At, at low incredibly tide. low yeah. tides. Extra but, low tides. Yeah, extra, <laughs> extra low tides. Occasionally, you can see the remains of yeah, buildings that have been covered. Yeah. So maybe the sea serpent was actually just basking on a yeah. old church. Yeah possibly caught up <laughs> so anyway you've ruined that then so sorry that's a fish. i do feel bad yeah so that's a fish and there's nothing but it's a really cool it. fish with a mane yeah you know my feelings about the sea and the fish i mean i like to look at it i don't want to be in it mm. and i fear it and i think my fear is justified because well, i've seen what's in there and i've smelt tuna From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.